What's going on, bro? Jay Simpson, it's your boy Jerry, the T-Rex for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Wednesday, September 8th, 2021, and this is Season 8, Episode 101, and this is going to be uh, <laughs> uh, 101 Dalmatians. Uh, we're going to play with that word real quick or play with that phrase. We have 101 Dalmatians. They were spotty, and this is a little bit of a... Uh, you know, those are different dogs, and this is going to be a little bit of a different type of podcast, or at least a different episode, I should say. So this episode today is going to be about something I don't normally talk about. I don't think I've actually had any episodes about it at all, but I felt like, you know, it's about that time uh, to talk about sex, baby. Not you and me, though. <laughs> but I was not, I'm not even going to talk about all the good things or the bad things, but just talk about some things that I've learned from a book that I read from a person named Mabel Eam. So uh, the book is called Sex and the Perfect Lover, and I've been reading it for the past couple of days, just kind of, you know, just trying to think about, uh, just literally just trying to think about different episodes and how I can approach them differently. So I decided to pick up a different type of book and see where we can go. And I think we, you know, we, we went pretty far with this one, a lot further than I thought I would. Not in a bad way. Just that uh, kind of really started digging, digging deep into the depths of, of what it means to uh, have a, a good sexual relationship. Because, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, if you're inexperienced or you don't have a, you know, if you're just, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to say it. But I feel like some certain times people feel like it's all about, you know, like... Uh, the, the seduction and the chase and, you know, the uh, all that. Uh, but it's so much more. And I know when I was younger, it was like that. It, it was kind of like a different vibe, you know, when I was in my mid-20s or whatnot. It was like a different vibe, you know, as I suppose it is now. Uh, but I found I, I got a lot of value from this book, and I think you'll get a lot of value from this episode because there's just a lot of things to think about that, you know, maybe people don't really think about when it comes to uh, the uh, interaction and, and of, of, of sex in general or not even just a sex, but just, you know, love and being a good lover. So, yeah, without further ado, let's just get this episode underway. Season eight, episode 101. What should I call this one? Let's talk about sex. Lego!
Okay, so we got an interesting one for you today. I've been reading this book lately. I've been uh, thinking about uh, just, well, Monday I had a, I was reading uh, one book and <laughs> I was like, you know, how, how, how different can we make these podcast episodes, right? So uh, I wanted to look into this book that I've had on my shelf for a while. I've kind of glanced at it a few times, but I never really got into it. Uh, and I have to say, I'm glad that I did read it because it had some interesting insights that, you know, stu- you know, you ever read a book that like, you know, you know, the stuff in there inherently, like the stuff is familiar to you and you understand it. But at the same time, you like you read it and you're like, oh, yeah. Ah, yes, I totally forgot about that. So it's like stuff that you may know, but then you just kind of forget about. And then like when you read it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. And then you understand it a little bit more because you 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 remember that you forgot it. And then you kind of because you remember you forgot it, you kind of think about it a little bit more, a little bit differently than when you first learned it. Uh, so, yeah, in this book, this book called uh, Sex and the Perfect Lover, <laughs> told you I wanted to switch it up a little bit and try to see what we could do. Uh, but I read it because I know it was a book that wasn't necessarily just like sex, right? Because we know, well, hopefully we know <laughs> that sex isn't just sex. You know, sex is more than, uh, especially for, for women, uh, it's more than just the physical interaction, <laughs> so to speak. You know, it's a lot of the emotional and a lot of the, the, the prep more or less i don't know for lack of better words the prep um but yeah the preparation that goes into it because you can't just get into it as you mature and you have a million other things that are on your mind you know things are just different you know it's just like it's just not the thing that's uh forefront in your mind no matter how much testosterone you have (laughs) so uh yeah I wanted to talk about this briefly because it's just like there's a lot of things that I found interesting in, in this book. They saw actually, you know, it's f- funny. The first thing I want to mention here is that uh, they have in the beginning of the book they had a lot of positions. Uh, I'm not even going to get into that at all, but they had a lot of positions. And I was like, oh, is this what I'm into today? I guess that's what I'm going to be reading is a book about this position does this and this position does that. And, you know, it was like probably about, you know, 30 or 40 positions in here. Uh, but it, it was it was uh, <laughs> after that that really intrigued me. You know, obviously, it's kind of cool. Like, uh, what, what, you know, what can we do? You know, but uh, at the same time, it was interesting because uh, I saw that it was more than. You know, obviously, the inclination is that it's uh, that sex is more than physical, and they really did put a lot of work in. You know, you know, when you first read a book in the first, you know. 50 pages are all pictures and diagrams of like how you do different positions. You you wonder like, what am I reading? But it it actually became something of value when I, when I got past those positions, because then I actually understood what they were trying to get at. You know, they obviously were putting the positions in there to get you, get you hooked, you know, but uh, there's some really interesting things. One of the things that I saw was like, they talked about the separate, the different foods that you can eat. Uh, or spices that you can put into your foods uh, that will prepare you, for lack of better words, for uh, for your interaction. Uh, but the thing is that a lot of those spices that I've that I saw in there, a lot of the uh, foods that I saw are actually just healthy foods, foods that are good for your heart, foods that are good for your you know circulation, uh, foods that are good for like you know, keeping everything regulated. So there's a lot of things that I saw that are like, oh, like patchouli. Yeah, I know that's actually good for, yeah, that's not just good for sex. Who knew? Um, 
but yeah, there's a lot of things like cinnamon I saw in here. Let me look at my notes here. I know I got I got my notes sitting right over here. Uh, different aromas, like I said, patchouli, and rosemary. Uh, what does it say? Rosemary. Uh, the Greeks and Romans believed that rosemary was a sacred plant with magical powers. It is a stimulant for the glands and respiratory airways, and therefore increases the energy of the sexual rhythm. So it's interesting just like the to read this stuff and understand that like it. A lot of the stuff that we had back in the day, a lot of the stuff that our grandparents and our great-grandparents had access to, and maybe they told you through old wives' tales or whatever, you know what those are, what those are. you know, you got grandparents that tell you these, these things that just sound like they don't make sense, uh, but as we look into, look into it further and delve into the uh, actual scientific benefits of these things, you understand that, oh, wow, grandma and grandpa actually did have some, some sense. You know, they understood things without understanding them. And that's kind of what I was talking about on Monday, too. It's just like sometimes uh, you, there's things that we do that we execute and things that our grandparents did that, you know, things that people just did in general that we that we didn't understand why they worked, but we knew that they worked. And and that's kind of how it was reading and getting into that book. I just saw like a lot of things that I inherently knew, but just didn't understand why. But it, And most of it was because, you know, people told me through such and such. And who knows, maybe this, you know, this isn't the Bible of, uh, of, of sex and and being a perfect lover or whatnot. It's just one book. Uh, but there are other you know, resources that I've seen out there that talk about uh, the different you know, foods that you can eat, the different smells that enhance your performance or that may uh, awaken a certain part of your uh, sexual drive or your system in general. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, this, there's stuff. And, you know, like there's like massages, right? Obviously, we know that massage feels good. We know massages are good. But, you know, there's reasons for that, too. You know, you know, I'm sure you've heard of acupuncture and acupressure, but it's kind of the same principle with the massages. A lot of times, the massage feels good, but the reason why it feels good is because uh, it is stimulating parts of your body that you may have, you know, turned off or have diverted your awareness from or whatever it is, you know, because of stresses or whatever may be going on, uh, the reason why, you know, acupressure, acupuncture and massage work in a therapeutic way, but also could be more of a sexual thing is because of the fact that it hits these energy spots uh, that you wouldn't normally, you, you wouldn't really have access to should you just decide to, you know, just get into the act of sex. So it, it's just it's it's really funny to think about that, you know. I just why think about how that works for uh, a lot of things in life, you know. The, the, this this historical knowledge that we've always had that we've kind of like looked down on because I don't know why, you know. I think it's uh, a lot of times people think that they know better than their ancestors, right? And it, it kind of sounds like it makes sense because we've been for the past God knows how many years, at least, you know, I, I mean, uh, on an extremely conservative side, you could say for at least the last uh, a thousand years, we've been uh, steadily progressing. So if you look back, or if you look backwards, you could probably think that, you know, whoever was before us was not 
uh, not in the same realm, at least uh, technologically. Uh, but at the same time, we have these things like the pyramids and the, uh, uh, what is it, Stonehenge that we just have no idea. Or we have a very, we have various theories that almost don't make sense of how uh, they were made, you know? So, uh it's quite possible we've had people before us that knew a lot more than we even know now and that, you know, had no way of, you know, transmitting it or no way of actually making sure that it continued uh, in terms with respect to knowledge. You know, who knows what have ha- what could have happened? Who knows if that is even true? Uh, but it does seem that we do if, you know, you can trust your instincts and it seems like we do have. Uh, certain things that just kind of come up, and you know, it, there's always two sides to that story. You know, you always it seems like sometimes we have these psychic abilities, but at the same time, it's just like we live a long life, and there's so many different possibilities of things happening. Every once in a while, you might be right, right? <laughs> you know, like there's so many different things that could happen in a certain time, and at the same time, there's just a limited amount of things that can happen because you're not, obviously not going to just listen to this podcast and and then just start flapping your arms and flying away right that's not that's impossible so there's a lot of things that can happen but there's also a lot of things that can happen so every once in a while you might get into a story that matches what your expectation was uh, because of that Uh, so who knows you know if this is true or not Uh, but I know that I've recently been trying to uh, eat healthier I've been trying to uh take more supplements that it seemed like they would work for uh for what i feel ails me as you know not not in a sexual way you know even if it was no shame in that but not in a sexual way but just more so uh because i i've been really trying to be focused on my health you know my i'm going to be 40 in less than a month so i've just been like you know really thinking about life in a different way thinking about like longevity thinking about how i can live a uh, n- you know not so much living uh for my for work you know not living to work 16 hours or think about work all the time i think about just a a a quality of life in which you know yeah i still think about work and still think about how i can make you know this podcast better make my training sessions better uh you know my uh boot camp better you know but at the same time i i want to think about like how I can make those better, but also still grow the company so I can, you know, have less and less of my hands all over everything. You know, I would like to obviously still have oversight, but it would be great to have other people to have that could, you know, touch other things in the in, in the company and stuff that I could see other people create. Because I love that, you know, I'm a uh, I'm an artist by uh, not by trade because I'm a terrible art, but I just love beauty and I love to see th- people create stuff. So, you know, to give, give, to have somebody come in here or go out to the boot camps or whatever, you know, even do my spreadsheets or something like that, whatever, you know, that makes me feel pretty, pretty good to see other people doing things that, you know, in in a different way that I would do it, you know, so for me, for me, I like, I like foreign languages, you know, I just like that. So the, you know, this, the thing that would be comparable to me for that is like, having somebody do something that I normally do, but watching them do it. So it's like they're speaking the same language, but they're speaking it a different way. So, or they're, t- they're saying the same thing, but they're doing it or saying it a different way. You know, it has the same meaning, but uh, you might use different words for it. So it's, it's, it's cool. You know, it's like maybe not speaking a different language, uh, but it's just like the conjugation of other, uh, of, of 
of activities or of events or, or, you know, we have incidents that, you know, intrigues me to see how people can uh, make different things uh, that can mean the same thing. So uh, back to what I was talking about with the book. Uh, the, the, the end, it was really interesting. Like I said, they got to the food. Or it wasn't the last chapter. It was one of the last chapters, though. It was called uh, Sexual magic and i was like oh what what's that all about i'm really i'm, I'm ready to ready to, to be all ears on that one uh but you know like anything else uh, a lot of the stuff like i was saying it just you read it and you intrinsically know that like oh okay i've already kind of had that experience in my life you know i've, I've maybe not necessarily sexually because a lot of the stuff is just like in terms of just connections and relationships you know like you just looking your partner in the eye instead of like not you know instead of staring at their genitals you know or staring at their you know whatever uh so there's just things that you just inherently know and i, I don't even know why they would i guess you know everybody it's for everybody right it's for all levels but it was just more of a, the, the, the whole book was literally about just connection, making that connection, uh, not only with your partner, but with yourself, you know, and that, that's something that I've always uh, preached on these, uh, on these uh, episodes, it's just like, know thyself, and the only way you can know yourself is really, <laughs> I just thought about where that can go, but the only way you can really know yourself is to just, you know, sit down and you know, avoid trying to run around doing all these other things that get you out of your head. Because those th the reason why you're doing those things is because you're trying to get out of your head. Uh, but every once in a while, you need to get in your head and get into your heart and get to you know know what your feelings are and try to use your brain to explain them to yourself. Uh, because you can learn a, learn a lot about yourself, and if you can learn a lot about yourself, you can understand or you can be. A, a better lover according to this book uh, just simply because you will have you'll be more open you know it's like a lot of times if you're not in love with yourself if you don't have love for yourself it's hard for you to be open uh, because you are so busy and not trying to let other people into those parts parts of yourself that you don't love uh, so yeah i mean it was just all about that connection with yourself so uh, they preach meditation they pray they, they, they well they preach uh joint joint meditation you know like meditating together they preach you know like staring at each other's eyes without really having any uh contact you know they obviously talked about you know doing things together outside of the bedroom uh but you know like it's all about connection right i mean that's like any kind of intense relationship any any kind of intense interaction is going to be about the uh, the type of connection or the amount of connection that you can build in that time that you have that interaction. So, I mean, listen, I mean, when I was younger, I mean, I was, you know, I was younger and I didn't know any better. And it's just like you want to get in there and you, you feel like it, you just want to feel good. But, you know, like I was saying, it's talking about on Monday. It's just like you, it's, it's one thing to feel good, but it's another thing to actually, you know, do the things that will make it last. You know, do the things that will be beyond just feeling good, but actually being something uh, that creates value. You know, it's like there's something there's things that feel good and there's things that actually create value that may not feel exactly good in the moment, but eventually uh, they feel better and better as you progress in 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 uh in development as well as progress in just execution
you know so the more you execute the you know the better off you get with it and you do the more you develop and the more you just get to love it because it becomes something uh that is that that evolves you know like you just, nobody wants to be doing the same thing over and over again but if you have you know more or less again like you're conjugating something you're conjug you know you're kind of saying getting to the same meaning getting to the same finality more or less uh but with different methods you know with different words different actions you know that's that's the fun part that's like the the spice of life uh but it all boils down to connection that's what it all kind of goes to is that 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 single that singularity which is uh Two becoming one, you know, more or less, you know, or three becoming one, or you know, five, you know, whatever, you know, whatever it is that you know that that you enjoy, or you know, that makes sense to you. That that's it is what it is, right? But at the end of the day, uh, it all has to be some type of connection, even if it's with yourself. All right. So, anyways, that was an interesting episode. Uh, uh, that was, so if, again, if you want to check out that book. It's called uh, Sex and the Perfect Lover, uh, Tao, Tantra, and the Kama Sutra by Mabel M. So, you know, if you're, you know, it doesn't even have to be like something, you know, sexual in nature. Again, I got the book because I knew that it was going to be about like, you know, the, uh, the esoterics and uh, those things that are outside of the realm of, uh, you know, just... Uh, find her G spot, and you know, make sure that you, you know, you know the, you know the step by step stuff. I don't, you know, you see that on YouTube and stuff like that, and you see, you know, how to for dummies all the time. But I wanted to look into something that was a little bit more than just the physical stuff, and more about the, you know, what the old school people did, and because obviously, if it's still around. You know, probably has some kind of uh, some kind of value, some probably valid in some way even if in a a, a, a very sig- insignificant way uh there's probably there's always some truth that you can find and um yeah we're gonna look more into that book and see where it goes but anyways <laughs> i think we can just uh finish this episode right here yeah i think uh yeah i'm getting tired anyways <laughs> it's a late a late night yes i'm really tired stop it stop it <laughs> it's late it's about 11 o'clock and i still have to edit this so anyways uh, i do appreciate you listening if you uh, have the opportunity feel free to uh, share this with a friend uh subscribe you know uh, I'm, I'm trying new new things you know, flip it up you know obviously uh, i don't like to talk about stuff i don't really know all the time but every once in a while i like to explore those things and and share those explorations with you so if you if you enjoy this type of episode uh, feel free to you know drop me an email info at generalfitnesscompany.com or you know you can just write a rating or review all right anyways i will check you on friday maybe hopefully i've been missing some fridays again uh, so we'll try to get back onto that swing but yeah friday <laughs> and of course keep good company